the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Russian missiles hit near military training bases that hosted Americans. They know full well that the roads from Poland and the roads from Romania are the sources of the resupply that's sustaining Ukrainians. A journalist is the first American killed in Ukraine. It is a devastating lost to journalism today. Iran claims responsibility for rocket attacks near a U.S. consulate in Iraq. This was an attack on Iraq's sovereignty, among other things, and of great concern to all of us. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Monday, March 14th. I'm Mike Scott. The ongoing war in Ukraine Russian missiles have pounded a military training base near Ukraine's western border with Poland, killing dozens. At least 35 were killed and another 134 wounded in last night's attack per the Ukrainian government. The Pentagon says there were no American casualties, and a NATO source says that no personnel from allied countries are inside Ukraine at the moment. The Russian Foreign Ministry warns that Western arms shipments to Ukraine are, quote, legitimate targets, end quote. The base is only 20 miles from the Polish border, and American troops were there just last month to train Ukrainian soldiers. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan speculated that the reason Putin attacked the base is because the Russian president is not pleased with his military's progress. So this does not come as a surprise to the American intelligence and national security community. What it shows is that Vladimir Putin is frustrated by the fact that his forces are not making the kind of progress that he thought that they would make against major cities, including Kyiv, that he is expanding the number of targets, that he is lashing out, and uh, that he is trying to cause damage in every part of the country. Sullivan went on to reiterate that no American troops will be sent to Ukraine, but America will protect NATO member states if Putin gets any ideas. Uh, What President Biden has made clear from the beginning is that we will not have U.S. military forces operating in Ukraine, and there are none operating there now, Uh, but we will defend every inch of NATO territory, even as we seek to provide military assistance to the Ukrainian fighters who are bravely defending their homes. Meanwhile, General Jack Keane joined Fox News to discuss what he believes Russia is trying to accomplish. This is about taking control of this area eventually, but they started with an aerial bombardment campaign, certainly very close to the Polish border here. It's well established that a lot of our resupplies for the Ukrainians are coming through Poland and also through Romania. Eventually, they're going to interdict those supplies that are coming in here. Keane went on to say that the resupply routes from Poland and Romania are vital for Ukraine. They know full well 
that the roads be from Poland and the roads from Romania are the sources of the resupply that's sustaining the Ukrainians. I mean, the res these arms and munitions are the lifeline for the Ukrainian military. If that gets shut down, it's likely the Ukrainians are going to have real problems. When asked about Russian forces near the Ukraine capital of Kiev, Keen had this to say. The purpose is really to encircle the city, to go around the city as the circle would indicate, and they're bringing their artillery forward. And once they get that artillery in position around the city, they'll begin to hammer it. As soon as it's in range, they'll start to hammer it. But it'll be consistent and persistent once they encircle the city. And this is the Russian way of war. Their intent here is to rubble as much of that city as they can, slaughter the people that are inside of it, and get a capitulation out of Zelensky. The first American is killed in Ukraine. Award-winning American journalist Brent Renaud was killed by Russian forces in the Ukrainian city of Irpin, police in Kyiv said in a social media post on Sunday. Brent was uh, 50 years old. He was killed by Russian forces in Irpin. That's according to the Kyiv police. We don't have independent confirmation of that. But the local police say that he was killed and another American journalist was wounded by Russian troops. Another American journalist, Juan Arredondo, was also wounded. Tell me, tell me please, what is your name? Juan. Juan? Juan. Where are you no, from? No, uh, the U.S. Yes. What happened to you? Uh, we were, we crossed one, the first bridge in Nirpin. We were going to film other refugees leaving. Mm -hmm. And we got into a car. Somebody offered to take us to the other bridge. And we crossed the checkpoint and they started shooting at us. Um, so the driver turned around and they kept shooting. It's two of us. My friend is Brent Renault. And he's been shot and left behind. And how is he? I don't know. You I don't know. know. You don't know what happened to him? He was, I, I saw him being shot in the neck. And we got split. And I got pulled to the... Uh, and who brought you here? Uh, an ambulance. I don't know. Christopher Putzel remembers his colleague... Brent Renaud. Incredible colleague, the best war journalist uh, I I think ever existed. Um, uh, finding out about his passing, you know, Brent had this ability to go anywhere, get any story, listen and communicate what was happening to people that otherwise wouldn't, other, wouldn't otherwise see it. And mm. it is a devastating loss to journalism today. Putzel goes on to describe what Renaud was working on in Ukraine. He was working on a documentary about refugees. Um, uh, it was a story he was doing around the world. And uh, when the crisis in Ukraine happened, uh, Brent was on the plane the next day. Uh, and uh, he was covering a story about refugees coming out of Kiev into Poland. And that's what we know. A U.S. consulate in Iraq is targeted. Iran claimed responsibility Sunday for a missile barrage that struck near a sprawling U.S. consulate complex in northern Iraq, saying it was retaliation for an Israeli strike in Syria that killed two members of the Revolutionary Guard earlier in the week. Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman joined Fox News's Brett Baer, and downplayed the attack. Uh, we do not believe that the consulate was actually the target of this uh, missile attack. Uh, we are very glad that our facilities are secure, that everybody's accounted for, uh, that no one has been hurt or killed. 
But all of that said, uh, this is great concern. Uh, there will indeed <clears throat> be a statement, I'm sure, uh, coming out uh, shortly, uh, as well as calls in. This was an attack on Iraq's sovereignty, among other things, and of great concern to all of us. When Bear asked Sherman about the status of the new Iran deal, she had this to say. Well, I think it's close, and we would like all of the parties, including Russia, which has indicated it's got some concerns to bring this to a close. You know, we are very concerned about what Iran is doing, but imagine these Iranians with a nuclear weapon. Uh, we need to get that off the table so we can address their malign behavior in the Middle East, uh, and we will do all of the above. Uh, but first, we've got to get this deal, and it is not yet closed. Bear went on to press Sherman on using Russia as a means to negotiate the new Iran deal as we work against Russia in Ukraine. It's, it's hard to understand. I appreciate that. But here's the deal. Uh, if Iran has a nuclear weapon, its ability to project power into the Middle East and to deter us, our allies and partners, is enormous. So President Biden believes very strongly, as does Secretary Blinken, as do I, that we need to make sure that Iran never obtains a nuclear weapon. And then we also need to deal with their malign behavior in the region. However, General Jack Keane believes that the attack on the U.S. consulate in Iraq was not an accident. Here we are negotiating a deal with the Iranians as we speak. And this is the fallacy of that deal. The deal does not cover Iran's malign behavior. Here's an indication of that malign behavior. And it doesn't cover the prohibition on ballistic missiles. Why are they firing these missiles here? Because they want the United States out of Iraq. And they want to put, they want to create a violent situation where the legislature and the government at some point makes a decision to ask the Americans to leave. The Iranians have confidence about this. Why? Because we gave up seven military bases and three CIA bases east of Iran in Afghanistan, and they want us out west of Iran. Another bad poll for Joe Biden. A new poll from ABC News Ipsos was released, and the results were not kind to President Joe Biden or Democrats. A key takeaway from the poll is how deeply underwater the president is on issues of inflation and gas prices. On inflation, President Biden has a 70% disapproval rating. On gas prices, 70% also disapprove. In another new poll by Schoen Cooperman Research, voters view the Democrat Party as being both ineffective and out of touch. White House reporter for Real Clear Politics, Philip Wegman, joined the Hill's Rising program and says that Americans just generally feel bad about the direction of the country. We see in the polling uh, that there's not a lot of discrimination when it comes to particular issues. Instead, uh, taken as a whole, people are, are generally pessimistic about the direction of the country. They are generally down on the president when it comes to his job approvals. So yeah, maybe uh, the economy is hot and it's easier than ever to get a job if you need one, uh, but there, there's still this sort of feeling of malaise. Political reporter for The Hill, Julia Manchester, says that inflation has a lot to do with Americans' dissatisfaction 
with the country's direction under Joe Biden. And on top of what we're seeing with inflation, you're also seeing a number of companies, whether it's rental or property management companies, travel companies, you're going to see those prices rise because companies need to make, make up for the ground they lost as well. Manchester goes on to say that come the midterms, Americans will be voicing their disapproval at the ballot box. We're obviously seeing job growth, but I think the frustration, the crooks of a lot of the frustration among Americans is that it's simply expensive as things open up to, you know, for example, rent a home, buy a home, or even um, travel somewhere, or at least it's going to get expensive to travel somewhere. So it's, it's difficult, I think, right now when it comes to pricing, and that's going to potentially reflect at the ballot box because people are frustrated right now. Um, um, in terms of those rising prices, in terms of travel, prices at the pump. Um, and that's where I think also you have the Russia-Ukraine issue kind of seeping in, uh, you know, whether that will impact rising gas prices and inflation as well. Another round, maybe another booster. Pfizer CEO Albert Borla says that a fourth shot against COVID-19 is, in his words, necessary. It is necessary, a fourth boost. Right now, the the protection that we are getting from the third, it is uh, good enough. This despite Borla selling the effectiveness of the third shot against the virus. Many variants are coming, and Omicron was the first one that was able to evade in a skillful way the immune protection that we were giving. But also we know that the duration of the protection doesn't last very long. This comes on the heels of Florida Surgeon General Joseph Ladapo recommending that healthy kids not get vaccinated for COVID-19. The move is the first in the nation. The Florida Department of Health is going to uh, be the first state to officially recommend against the COVID-19 vaccines for healthy children. However, some medical professionals like Dr. Candace Jones believes that especially when it comes to kids, there's no way to know how someone will react to covid and they should be vaccinated, in her opinion. Although most children do have mild disease with COVID-19 infection, there is no way to predict who will do well and who won't. Children have died. They have had complications such as MISC and long COVID. Data from the CDC points out that as of March, 49.9% of the eligible population have not received the first booster shot yet. The CDC updated their guidelines so that 70% of the population lives in counties with a low or medium risk for contracting the virus and thus do not need to wear masks. Hawaii announced that indoor masking will no longer be required starting March 26, making them the last state to ease restrictions. Meantime, the CDC extended the mask mandate for airlines to April 18. It was set to expire on March 18. Politically this morning, CPAC Chairman Matt Schlepp is calling on Florida parents to back Florida's parental rights and education bill. He says many corporations, including Disney, are lining up against the initiative from Governor Ron DeSantis. Well, I'll just say I find it just outrageous and disgusting that Mickey Mouse, uh, that uh, Walt Disney's uh, name is being used to uh, push a bunch of stuff on kids at tender ages. 
Matt Schlapp says there's no reason for corporations to lobby against the Florida bill. People can have differences of opinion on how we handle uh, some of these questions about gender and sexual orientation, but there really shouldn't be a difference of opinion about the primacy of parents. Now, critics of the bill take issue with a provision that prevents teachers instructing about any type of sexual orientation or gender identity with any students kindergarten through third grade. However, the word gay does not appear once in the bill. The average U.S. price of regular grade gasoline shot up a whopping 79 cents over the past two weeks to a record-setting 4.43 per gallon. As Russia's invasion of Ukraine is contributing to already high prices at the pump. Fuel price analyst Trilby Lumberg says the average price of regular grade gasoline nationwide jumped 22 percent over the past two weeks to a record 4.43 per gallon. The low average in this panel of cities is Tulsa at three dollars eighty cents per regular, and the high is San Francisco Bay, five seventy nine. Lumberg says gasoline price increases accelerated in the past two weeks as the ramifications of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the world's response started being felt. Especially with the culmination of the ban by the U.S. on imports from Russia and the various curtailments that are not even official, that are private companies impacting uh, supplies for Russia of, uh, of, of parts, and services. Lumberg says the average price of regular grade gasoline shot up a whopping 79 cents over the past two weeks. And in her opinion, it's not likely to come down soon. Prices could pause in their rises or they could accelerate. But the only unlikely thing is for them to drop right now. Retail sales take center stage this week. One of a series of economic reports due for release in the coming days. Daybreak insider Rich Thomason has those details. The Commerce Department releases its report on February retail sales on Wednesday. Also at midweek, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell holds a news briefing that will be closely watched for word on interest rates. The housing market is the focus Thursday and Friday. Thursday, we'll find out how many building permits were issued last month and how many new homes were started. Friday brings word on used home sales, along with the index of leading economic indicators. Rich Thomason reporting. And finally, William Hurt who became a top-leading man in the 1980s, winning an Oscar for 1985's Kiss of the Spider Woman and starring in The Big Chill, dying Sunday. So what do you think? If you'd been in touch with him, you could have saved his life? You have that kind of effect on the people in your life? Keep them all jolly, do you? Wise up, folks. We're all alone out there, and tomorrow we're going out there again. Hurt was nominated for four Oscars, scoring two Best Actor nominations for Broadcast News and Children of a Lesser God, and supporting actor nods for less than 10 minutes of screen time in a history of violence. But eating this avocado will make you spoiled and weak. Enjoying what life offers you. What life offers me is the struggle. You're dedicated to that. Pleasure becomes secondary. Most recently... Hurt became known to a much younger generation of movie lovers 
with his portrayal of the no-nonsense General Thaddeus Ross in Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. If it weren't for those accords, Vision would have been right here. I remember your signature on those papers, Colonel. That's right. And I'm pretty sure I paid for that. You have second thoughts? Not anymore. Hurt died of natural causes. He was 71. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.